Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Dig Straight Down, Episode 7, recorded on Friday, February 28th. I am your host, Rebel JC. Well, this week there's a little bit more to talk about in terms of news and the nether update. The past snapshot was really simple, really small. They essentially just fixed an issue with villagers, but this week was a little bit more than that. Minecraft Snapshot 20W09A added the target block and the new crying obsidian block. According to the notes on the website, it's sad and cries purple energy. That's pretty cool. <laughs> So, changes in 20W09A. Bartering loot has been restructured to be more appealing to survival players. And let me tell you, the changes in what you can get from Piglins is really awesome. Um, if you haven't checked out people's uh, videos on that, I highly recommend Exumavoid. I highly recommend Cubfan. Also, entities now get pushed by flowing lava, which might be handy for some mob farms in the nether. Huge fungi will now only grow on its matching type of nylium. Makes sense. Uh, you can now place warped and crimson roots and fungi into pots, and this is going to be really great for interior decorating. It looks really awesome with these things in pots. All the types of warp blocks can now be cleared using a hoe, which is awesome because previously any type of warp block was very slow to mine, but also, this adds a new use for the hoe, so that's always welcome. Weeping vines, now climbable. Now we can use weeping vines functionally rather than just for decoration. Biome fog color smoothly blends between biomes. I was hoping this change would come because previously, before the snapshot came out, when you move between biomes in the nether, there was this flash of light instead of a smooth transition. Now there's a smooth transition, and it's just... It's just satisfying, really, to move, to walk between two biomes in the nether now, so I'm so glad that they fixed that. The target block has been added, and I think that there's going to be a lot of really cool contraptions made with this thing. If you don't know what the target block is, it essentially is just a target block. That's what it looks like. It looks like a bullseye on a block. It's crafted with one hay block and four redstone. The target block not only responds to arrows, but also to other projectiles as well, such as snowballs, eggs, tridents, and more. Um, I know it does not respond to enderpearls, but as far as everything else is concerned, I believe all other projectiles it responds to, including potions, which is pretty cool. And RIP to the zombie pigmen, or not so much, because they've really just been reskinned and renamed. They are now zombified piglins, and they have one flappy ear. Somehow they're a little grosser than they used to be, um, but thankfully their behavior is not changed. Gold farms really, I don't think, will be as affected as people think they will. I think there's going to be some adaptation that needs to happen. But really, I think that zombie pigmen are still with us. They just look a little different, and they have a different name. Let's not judge them. Let's not really mourn their loss, because it really isn't a loss. 
They just look better and have a cooler name. But what about crying obsidian? The thing is, there is no function right now. It's a cool block. It's obsidian. It's got this purple energy, veins running through it. It's dripping purple energy. It's almost like it's crying purple tears. You can make some purple rain jokes now, I suppose. Um, but what does it do? I personally think it would be really awesome if Crying Obsidian changed portals somehow. Maybe if it acted as a single block portal, so that if you stand on it, it takes you to the nether. So that we can all live out our fantasy of being on the Starship Enterprise, standing on something and being teleported somewhere else. This would be great for more versatile portal designs, but most likely, however, the block will be the means by which we reset our spawn points in the nether because beds are still exploding. We will see what the devs have in mind for this new block soon, hopefully, uh, maybe in the next snapshot. As a side note, baby piglins riding baby hoglins are now the cutest thing in Minecraft, and if you disagree, you have no soul. This episode's discussion topic is really all about lighting in the game. Lighting has needed a major reworking for a long time, and I think everyone in the community knows this. The few lighting options we have available to us are so specific in their design, they really can only be used in very specific genres of building. Um, if you're wanting to build a modern or futuristic build, but you don't want that blue-edged sea lantern or the particle end rods, well, you're just out of luck because there's no other modern or futuristic looking lighting block. There are no light sources that are versatile enough for multiple building styles. This is really a crying shame in the game of Minecraft because it's all about creativity, it's all about that sandbox experience, but if you're wanting to step out of that fantasy medieval style of building, you just have ex so few options for lighting in your builds. So I have just a few ideas for maybe what could be the fix to this issue. One fix that I think that would be really great to have would have more neutral lights. Um, these are lights that are sort of smaller, out of the way. They tend to blend into different kinds of building styles. No matter what style you have, it would make sense to have these kind of lights there. One of these could be candles, and I know you might not have a lot of candles in a futuristic style build, but there's a lot of modern houses that use candles for lighting sometimes. I mean, not for functional lighting, but just for, you know, decoration. We still use candles. Um, so I think candles make perfect sense to add to Minecraft. They could be crafted from string and beeswax harvested from bees nests. I seem to remember when the um, Buzzy Bees uh, update was being teased that somebody found beeswax in the files of the game. And for some reason, or maybe I'm just not remembering this correctly, but for some reason we didn't get beeswax in the update. Correct me if I'm wrong. If, if I'm wrong, you can email me, by the way, at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. Just please feel free to correct me on this if, if, if this is not the case. But I think beeswax harvested from bees nest would be really cool. And if you combine this with string, again, to have a candle, um, this could function like sea pickles where you could stack up to four in a single block for varying lighting levels, and this would just look really, really cool. Um, I imagine, too, if people want to make a birthday cake, just plop a cake down and put four candles on the top, and there you go. The next idea I have is just a plain cream or white colored lamp block. And in my mind, this looks just like a very plain, very low-textured white 
whitish block that acts as a light source. Um, we have redstone lamps, but those redstone lamps have a very specific texture. Again, they have this, this sort of turtle shell texture to them that really doesn't look good in a lot of different kinds of builds. But if you had some sort of just really plain, not super decorative, decorative cream or white colored block that acts as a lamp block, I mean, it could still need redstone to operate. But if it, basically this would just be a much plainer looking redstone lamp that did not give off a yellowy color. Maybe it just gives off a cream color or a white color, something that blends in and is kind of neutral. I feel like that in particular would be kind of the saving grace for lighting in Minecraft. Um, that would really fit in no matter what kind of style you're going for, even fantasy, from fantasy to futuristic, a f very plain lamp block would be really, really great to have. Something also that would be really great to have that we already have the things to craft would be small redstone light bulbs. And literally, these would be crafted with glass bottles and a redstone dust. And you could just attach these to the underside of a block, any side of a block really, and power it with redstone and it comes on like a light bulb. It would be very small. It would also make sense in a lot of futuristic and modern builds, but also it makes sense in some sort of, you know, steampunk build or some sort of uh, old style builds that maybe are just a little after medieval times and they have like a light source now, like a gas light source. It would be a really cool thing to have. Something else that I think would be really cool, per one of Cub Fan's suggestions in one of his Hermitcraft episodes, and I might link that in the show notes if I can remember, uh, which episode it is, but he suggested using glowstone dust on blocks to give light levels. And so basically what this would do, in his suggestion, the glowstone dust would be this very hardly noticeable texture, um, almost like string, that would give off a glow depending on how much glowstone dust you put on the block. Also, I think it would be cool if you could also do this with something called shroom light spores, um, if we could take shroom lights and break them down into spores, maybe that could have some sort of bioluminescent um, feature or function that you could then sprinkle onto blocks to make them light. This would uh, be really cool in the build that you want to light up, but you don't want to have any visible light sources. And as far as neutral lights go, one of my favorite ideas that I think I've seen a few people have um, would be mirrors. Uh, when placed within a certain radius of a light source, these mirrors would put out a slightly lower light level. Um, they would not have any actual reflective properties, and they would just resemble some sort of normal glass texture, just opaque, so you don't see through it. They could be tiled to make larger mirrors. This would be really cool. Imagine covering just this huge tower in opaque glass texture to mimic a real-world building, a real-world modern skyscraper. And it would also give off a light um, if you surround it with lights. I think that this would be an amazing addition to the game. I would love to see someone make this into a mod. Maybe it already exists. I'll have to go look for that. You wouldn't have to worry about that reflective uh, feature because I know that would be very difficult for the game to handle. But I do think that an opaque glass texture with the same width as a painting or an item frame would really work and it would just kind of reflect a little bit or echo some of the light from the light sources around it. 
it would be a really good way to even out light in a space without adding more light sources. Something that I've seen suggested before many, many, many times is the ability to dye shroom lights and redstone lamps. This would be really amazing because I think we really would want... There's a lack of lights in the game that are not red, yellow, or kind of, or now blue in the game. We don't have any sort of green light source or any sort of purple or uh, other kinds of light sources that aren't in that warm yellow to red spectrum. And I guess now blue, but you really only have two blue or three blue light sources now, which is which is honestly a great addition to the game. And it's going to be really inspire a lot of creativity in the community. But I think being able to dye things like a shroom light or a redstone lamp or even the previous, uh, previously suggested plane lamps, I think that that would add a lot of possibilities in the game for colored lights, and it would be as many colors as there are dyes. Really, just that simple change would open up so many amazing possibilities in the game. I also think blaze rods should be light sources in the same way that end rods are. This makes sense because end rods are just blaze rods, with a chorus fruit added, or maybe it's a popped chorus fruit, I'm not really sure. Blaze rods and end rods are basically the same thing, just with something else added. But if you could maybe put like a cobblestone slab, add that to an end rod for a base, that would be a really cool looking light source, maybe even in tandem with the end rod to give sort of a alternating colored rod light source look. Something that's been really inspired by Iskull from the Hermitcraft server he has this uh, thing going on where he calls slime blocks Iscalium, and it's like this radioactive material in his own sort of lore that he plays in. That inspired this idea. So maybe what you could do is take magma cream and craft it into a bio bioluminescent magma cream block to give us a green light option. And this would legitimize um, Iskall's Iscalium in the game, <laughs> in, in a way. Um, but it would also give us this option for uh, very, a very sci-fi looking radioactive block in the game, like a green glowing substance. This would be an amazing addition to the game. And I, I mean, honestly, even if slime blocks themselves became light sources, I know that that would probably cause a lot of problems. But it still would be really cool if there was a green light source in the game. That would really add a lot of life to sci-fi sci futuristic builds, um, maybe even apocalyptic builds if there's some sort of radioactive material around in the environment. I think it would be really, really awesome. Now, something that's been brought up a lot by the Minecraft community and I think deserves um, some attention from the dev team at Mojang is that when you reach endgame, you literally have kind of conquered the entire world of Minecraft. If you're into automation, you really ha you're just surrounded by materials flowing into you on all sides, and you've basically created for yourself this paradise in which you just you can literally do whatever you want with nearly unlimited resources. Um, really, nothing is is a threat to you at this point. However, you still have to light up everything in the game unless you want mob spawning to happen just around every corner and to find creepers blowing up your stuff everywhere. This is a, I feel like this is a, a kind of a real problem because um, when you reach this point of the game, you still don't feel like you're completely done because you're still s subjected to this 
function in the game where you have to light up everything. You can't have any dark areas unless you use slabs or some sort of other non-spawnable block in the game to keep things from spawning. But sometimes you don't want to do that, but and you also want to keep an area dark without having to battle mobs every time you go into that place. And some have suggested adding a function to beacons to stop hostile mob spawns in the area of effect of that beacon. I think this is a great idea, um, and I might explore this kind of idea more fully in another episode about status effect structures. But maybe, to kind of add on to this idea, maybe the base of your beacon would determine a special effect of the beacon. Maybe a diamond base of a beacon gives the ability to stop hostile mob spawning. This could be changed. I mean, like obviously this could be gold if this function needs to be more accessible, but I do kind of think that the ability to stop hostile mob spawning is an end-game ability and kind of ruins gameplay in early to mid-game. So having a beacon that has a diamond base being able to block mob spawning, I think that's a pretty reasonable threshold of challenge to give in order to have the privilege of blocking mob spawning. Well, the Minecraft community has a lot of great ideas for improving lighting in the game, and I highly recommend checking out the Minecraft feedback website and looking through some of their suggestions. You can upvote the ones that you think would be good to see in the game, and you can leave any suggestion that you want to do. I highly recommend you do this. Um, the link to the website is in the show notes. And that brings us to the end of this episode. If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving a review on any platform that you might be listening to this on, and also passing this show along to a friend who might like it as well. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at RebelJC underscore 92. If you have any questions, comments, or just want to say hi, please send me a message at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you, for real. It would just really make my day. Um, I hope to see you again in the next episode, but until then, keep digging straight down.